Let me tell you something about yourself. Gavin be having me looking crazy. Can you get closer to the mic, please? Gavin. Okay. If y'all on YouTube and y'all see the clips. The thumbnails. The thumbnails. Gavin has a, th- a thumbnail of a short clip of our podcast last week. Had me look, got my eyes crossed. Yeah, so when I'm making. Of make- all the pictures to pick, you would pick that one. It was funny, right? So when I'm going through and I'm doing whatever, so the way I make the thumbnails is I upload the video and then what I would do is I will open up the video in Photoshop and I just slide through until I see like a clear funny picture or a clear picture that expresses the emotions through whatever whatever we're doing. And if I like it, I just screenshot it, upload it. So with that one, I don't even think the main part of that video was you. Yeah, so I don't understand. Why but when I saw that picture, crazy? I said, oh, that shit is classic. Y'all, my eyes was, like, was crossed. I was making a funny face, and he just happened to catch that part. Hey, man, it happens, man. Um, should we start off with music? Hold on. Let me see if I got some music. Get, do, do, let me tell y'all something. Do, do. Hold on. I got something to say to somebody. Man. Oh, no, I die. Oh, no, I die. Please don't oh, do that. See, that's what I don't stand. Hold on. No thanks. <laughs> I hear birds. Says, uh, let me tell you something, sis. Tell you if something, this is an interlude, I'm going to be highly offended. Sis. You know if it's an interlude, look how long it is. This woman. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Oh, here we go. Come on. Come on, sis. Catch me dangerous. Where the album at, girl? Lost without you all about me. Get in Oh, this from TikTok. I don't know nothing about no TikTok. It's a clip from TikTok. It's a TikTok channel. I was like, this song sounds familiar. And that's it. SZA. Ah, uh, she she preparing us. Yeah, that's from TikTok. If SZA does. So what she's been doing, she'll drop a song, and at the end of that song, it'll be her next single. So at the end of, um, what was the first song she had? I don't know. What was the first song she had? Uh, with Ty Dollar, shit, I can't think of it. Anyway, at the end of that, Good Days was like a 30-second snippet of that. And this is the Good Days video, and that song, whatever it's called, is the last thing. All right, anyway, let's start the real pod. Here we go. I want to welcome. Hold on, we gotta let this come in. Drag. You know this again. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Can we talk over the weekend? Yeah, we can. Um, I want to welcome everybody to this podcast. This is episode seventy. Woo! It's a milestone. We were so ready to celebrate sixty nine, but seventy is like. Let y'all know we still even, here. Even number. Hold on, hold on. Some of y'all wasn't in the streets when this came out. We weren't in the streets, but you know. Taking nose of my I wonder what she's doing. Cocaine? There's a room full of niggas. It is a room full of niggas in here today. It's just us. 
Come on. Come on, we can't. Um, I do want to let everybody know this is not a sex pod. <laughs> this isn't a pervert pod. Um, we do talk about our group chat shit a lot. Sometimes it's sex. Sometimes it's just us having fun. However, this is a photography podcast for black and brown photographers. We want to welcome you. If this is your first time, we want to thank you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We hope you love us. See, that's going to be the thumbnail that you hate. If you listen on Spotify, I want to thank you for tuning in. If you're on Apple Music, I want to thank you. If you're on YouTube, you do not hear nothing what's going on. Um, but it's Crew Love by Drake in the weekend. And Drake about to speak, so let's let him get this shit off. Smoking weed under star projectors. I guess we'll never know what Harvard gets us. But seeing my family have it all Took my a place gosh, that I hate Kiana. For diplomas on the wall And really I think I like who I'm becoming There's times where I might do it just to do it like it's nothing There's times where I might blow like 50k on a vacation For all my soldiers just to see the looks on all their faces All it took was patience I got a lot of friends to come How you doing man? You good? Yeah, I'm a rapper Alright You know uh, uh, What? I told my story and made his story Tell him I'm in need reservation <sighs> Shout out to everybody that was in the car That was just waiting for that fucking part to come on So they can say that shit I want to welcome you to episode 70 Of the Pain and Exposure podcast I was about to call this podcast a whole nother name I don't know what I was going to call it But hold on, hold on, hold on Let's do this shit the right way Alright, this is how we really started the pot off With some hood shit It's a lot of music today Gavin Bass started dancing Yo. He think he a DJ Shout out to everybody! They do. We gonna get on to niggas doing whatever it takes to release content and then realizing that you work for Instagram and YouTube, bro. Facts. Like that should be sad, man. It's we gonna get the huddle. It's a sleeper. The ears are real. The petty is real. Might charge my ex for a feature. He said he gonna charge his ex for a feature. That was funny to me. Never mind. Forty-two millimeter. Um. Was made in Geneva. Yeah, I probably should go to Yeshiva. We went to Ibiza. He over here messing with the shit. I I'm like, what the fuck is going on? As soon as I started confessing my sins, he wouldn't believe. This nigga just don't get worse. I haven't been excited about so many other Drake projects. I'm excited for the next one come up because I know it's gonna be good. I know it's gonna grow on me regardless. His last, the demo tapes, I really wasn't the biggest fan, but. That nigga went off on like it grew on me, so I'm I'm falling off a hold on hold on hold on. Do not put Lil Baby on your freaking song anymore. Is he like the new Chris Brown? Yes, it's going number one. And this nigga gets off. I'm not the best photographer out there, but I fit the description, bitches. Anyway, um, I want to welcome everybody. I know we're doing the intro once again. 
I had to see eight minutes in. We're going to we're going to you ready? Um, we need to give a couple of brands. Hold on. Let me pause the music. So don't we need to give a couple of brands a thank you. They made amends. Um, first off, if you remember, if you recall, I stayed at the Aloft in Tampa in Midtown. Let me specify so people do not go to the wrong one and get upset. Um, <laughs> or they people, they send their goons after me. But um, I stayed I, I stay there and I told a story about how I um, had issues. All right, Jacquees. For those who do not know, when I chair squeak, That's what it's I called Jacquees. I named him that. Um, so... So for those who not know, I went to the Aloft and it was trash. Like it, the the hotel room was great. Um, the customer service was subpar at best. Um, I had issues with check-in. I had issues with a dog sitting at the bar. And every server besides the one lady who was making my drink, um, did every server touched and went straight back to serving food and or drinks. Um, I had an issue with the server pretty much. She didn't tell me. But she pretty much let me know, like, hey, you don't have to come up here. You can, There's other options for you. She's racist. So and then I had that conversation because I think a couple of people reached oh, a couple of people reached out to me. It was like, do you think it was a racial thing? And I was like, I, I don't think so. I said, I do think my my the <clears> only <throat> indication I got that it could have been racial is that as soon, before the door closed, you asked me if I was lost. And that's always iffy for me. Um, the thing is, I, I tell a lot of people. When when a new when a hotel opens up, being someone that worked in hotels for several years, when a new hotel opens up, unless everybody is have formerly worked at other hotels, which is hard during a pandemic, um, they don't know how to treat guests and they don't understand certain codes. Also, um, I was speaking to someone that currently works for Marriott, and when they heard that I used to work for the Ritz Carlton, um, they pretty much told me y'all do things differently. And that let me, I understood what that person was saying, but part of that let me feel like the Ritz Carlton and Marriott standards ain't the same, even though they owned by the same person, which I can agree with. But I don't know. I guess my standards are a little bit different. So I had some issues with that. Anyway, I got an email. I'm giving y'all light hand claps. Hold on. That's all. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's all. They reached out. They, it was an apology. Um, it was a I'm sorry. Did they give you a free room? They did not. <laughs> um, however, they are upgrading my room whenever I go back. I'm actually going back next month. Um, and then I'm going back in August when I probably use it in August um, if I go back. But it was cool for them to apologize and say, hey, we're sorry. Um, I think it did help that my Instagram name was my complaint name. Trust me. Let me tell y'all something. If you get any type of engagement, I don't care how many followers you have. It's not really about the followers anymore. I'm giving everybody his up. It's about the engagement. Um, if you get any type of engagement or if they feel like you have a good network, let people know who you are. Shit changes. So that was that. Um, also, we have gifts. You want me to hit the hand clap? Oh, God. oh shit. Key looking like, what's up? So we have a gift. Mind you, I have no idea. This is yours. What? This is mine. You just be surprising me. I got Gavin, don't tell me nothing. No, this is at my house. You gonna show people no, yours? No, this is at my house. Yeah, no, it literally when I came home right before you came here, it was dropped off. So this is my shirt. It says extraordinary effort. And that's keys. Um, what does this mean? 
real threads saw a video. And <laughs> I'm dead ass. They saw your video? They saw our you complaint. You about when you was complaining about my, um, my campaign? They wrote to us. Oh, that's their logo. Yeah. <laughs> they sent us, and they sent us a book. I can't tell y'all the book because I'm going to read it. And I don't want y'all getting out of sauce. But it says, I would like to, I would like to send you guys something as a personal thank you. I appreciate your light banter. And I went back and forth over the. Um, what? Oh, look. Let me read it. Gavin can't read. You see his hand, right? <clears throat> Let's see what it says. <clears throat> That's, oh, okay. Gavin, I wanted to send you something as a personal thank you. I, I miss all that. Appreciate it our light banter back and forth over the years and respect your mm. honesty and openness. Boy, he can't read for nothing. Um, I hope this book help you knock off pure happiness. Number 14, whoever that is. Mm. Is it down the book or something? I don't know. We're going to see. Drew. However, I want to shout out, shout out to Drew. Shout out to Real Thread. Uh, they got key shirt size. Gracias. I don't know how they got your shirt size, but they sent it. Uh, they really sent- did yeah, so and these shirts is super ass soft. I told you they soft. Anyway, and I like these colors. I like your color better than mine, but it's cool. What color is that? Gray. Yeah, it's like a charcoal gray. So shout out to Real Threat because oh, that was so nice. Because um, and Gavin complained for me, and I didn't even say Well, it wasn't a complaint. I well, it was. It came off as a complaint. Right, it was a complaint. I'm that trying to change that narrative about me as well. Right. Um, it did, but oh, you know, nice. I reached out. First of all, real thread. I'm gonna give everybody the uh, real scoop. You saw what I did there. Look at me being creative on a Thursday. Oh my gosh! Even though you guys are listening on Friday. Um, <laughs> but shout out to Real Thread because um, I sent them. I wrote. I wrote my issue. First of all, I wrote my complaint on Twitter. <laughs> I got a quick ass response. Um, then. We made the video just because and it literally just came up naturally in our video. It wasn't like, oh, we planning this. Key oh, yeah, literally in the middle of the video while we was trying to go to the next top was like, yo, show your shirt, which I was wearing. Um, That's true. And in that, it went on YouTube. It was seen. Um, and then Drew, who I have been talking to for years, um, super cool guy. It's the CEO. Like I said in that video, I don't know if them guys are... Um, I don't know if he the real CEO, if he the homeboy CEO, if he the secretary. He's some. It's coming from the CEO's email. So I appreciate Drew for that because I sent him. I said, hey, and I didn't even say, yo, I just sent him. I said, yo, man, um, I just want to share some things with you. And I said, uh, here you go. You can just click here. He could have probably thought it was spam the way it came off, too, because it was really like, hey, I want to share this with you. View here. Click, click here. here. Uh-huh. But anyway, he clicked it. He sent me an email. And his email was very short. He said, thank y'all. Um, when I say short, it was it was just short. Pretty much he was just like, yo, thank you. We're going to correct this. And I appreciate y'all um, for being honest. Just being honest. And we didn't ask for this, but y'all gave it to us. And I thank you. It's going to make us better. And I was like, cool. I, didn't, I don't even think I responded back. Let me tell y'all what it took. I never gave Drew my... my address yeah i was gonna say how the heck can you get the sentence uh, I, I don't know he two dated and i think i sent i probably did send it three days ago so bro sent it they found you boy they found me and i haven't ordered from them in years that let me just put that in perspective for people i have not ordered from these guys in years but um i do appreciate when a company says hey we want to correct our mistakes so they probably went to my campaign and found your name 
Maybe. I don't know. However, shout Thanks. out to Inspirate. Shout out to Real Thread. Shout out to Real Drew. Thread, if you want to sponsor us, you know, let me know. Yeah. You can definitely make my merch. We need to make these shirts over. But Are we twins today? We are twins, and we didn't even mean to. Let me tell y'all something. We don't talk about what we wear. Clearly, I have limited clothes, so I just go through and find stuff. <laughs> but the fact is, Key pulled up. She beeped the horn. Because usually I'll come, I'll pull in, and Gavin will stick his little head at the window. And this time he didn't do it. And I was like, what the fuck wrong with him? <laughs> and I look, and I open the door. I'm like, damn, we got the same shirt on. I'm like, I ain't changing. Oh, now he not changing. Nah. Typically, he changed about 3,000 times. Now, if I didn't wore this before. I know. But yeah, but we shout twins out, today. And shout out to Real Thread. That was so, that's so thoughtful. Keep it real. Keep it real. Now, Real Thread, I will be honest. I would say that you guys sponsored this podcast, but we might say something ignorant that your company does not stand by. <laughs> so with that being said, Real Thread, we do thank you. We appreciate you. Um, and also, like I said, I said this in a video, which can be seen as a complaint, but it can, I was looking at it as though, let me give some honest feedback. I always said their, their shirt quality is crazy yeah that shirt is nice um yeah it is really their shirt quality is ridiculous and the ink is ridiculous and i say that to say um we just had an issue with how long it took that was it yeah that was it. um and we tried to give them the understanding of yo it's the holidays two holidays back to back and it's a pandemic and usps is you know yeah they you it, it, honestly if i was drew if drew was like an asshole ceo or i don't give a shit ceo he could have just been like hey man ups sucks <laughs> and i would have had to be like yes sir you're correct you know what i'm saying but he wasn't he took responsibility and you know i'm i'm super cool with that and i can't wait to read this book my wife already tried me you're not gonna read the book because i got like so many books i have not read yet mm -hmm. you got obama book can't even open it obama get them don't do me like that but and then i told her, i said now nah, i gotta read it yeah, you do. Because if a CEO is sending you a book to read, you better read it. So anyway, I want to thank Real for, Thread for that. Anyway, let's get this pod started. Shout out to Henry Recognize. We have a new Welcome intro. Welcome to the Paid and Exposure Podcast. Let's get it. A podcast about helping our He's so excited. photographers to reach the next level in their business. We just leveled up. Hosted by Key. A.K.A. Key No No. And Charlotte photographer, Gavin B. We unscripted. We keeping it real. Let's get it. Wrap it up. What? Shut up. Wait, so I can't pay an exposure? No. No. You really can't. No. You can't. No. Um. No. You can send us something. Um, for those who do not know, uh, like I said, I don't know why I keep saying it. How you been? Before we even get started, started. My How's mouth it? hurt. Why? You want to explain it or you just don't? My mouth hurts. No, I'm just kidding. I went to the dentist. I'm about to say, he went to the dentist. <laughs> I got two feelings, but it's it's actually done went down since I've been here. That's good. Probably that um, Red Bull speeding up. Probably. probably is. Um, I'm good. Work. Same old, same old. Got it. That's yeah, cool. work is good. I was about to tell all my business. Work is good. Look, she was going to have me bleeping her job out <laughs> ASAP. Work is good. That's good. Um, How you been? I noticed we don't really ask each other that. On, I've been good. Uh, That's because we don't. I walked out of a job interview, <laughs> as you know. Nothing is nothing. I walked out of a job interview. <laughs> and for those who are asking, no, I'm not trying to stop doing photography full time. I was trying to get a beneficial job so I can continue to do things that I love, love, like travel mm -hmm. and walked out. 
But it was cool. It was cool. I respect it. I will try again when the time is right. Yeah, but, they're gonna be like, that's an, that's an, Oh, that's I definitely can't go down. back there. I can't go back there. Mm -mm. Matter of fact, I can't go back to that side of town because I found out during the so interview. <laughs> no, I found out during the interview that three of the same type of jobs that I want, the three little brands are all connected. Mm -hmm. And so that guy is over the other two as well. So I'm like, thank you. Now well, I'm on a no-fly be working for zone. all of them. I would have been, but it's it was... It wasn't what I was trying to do. But, however, I do got something else lined up, but it ain't going to be as beneficial. But whatever, man. It's cool. But life has been good. I'm good. Wife is good. Um, We good, man. I don't even think she listened to 69. Life is good. In the words of, what's that man Future. Yeah, um, no. We did fail. Today is March 11th. We are in Women's History Month. Woo! Hand class for the ladies. I know I get on y'all a lot. And I be talking my stuff. However, thank you. However, um, I do appreciate you ladies. I love you ladies. And with that being said, we want to do something very unique. Um, we want to highlight one woman and one female photographer. All right, kid, you go. Well, considering I'm never prepared for these things, even though Gavin told me this like a while ago. Thank you. About a week or so ago. Um, I don't you. have just one woman to highlight. Damn. I'm going to highlight... All of my circle of female friends that I currently have and I am currently gaining. Okay. Shout out to you all. Um, I see everybody like doing extraordinary in their life, no matter how um, they feel about it personally and how they may feel, you know, negatively towards it. I feel like we are always harder on ourselves than what everybody else sees or is. Mm -hmm. So shout out to them. I'm not gonna name everybody. If you hang out with Key, then you know I'm talking I hate about when people do that. <laughs> what you know who you are? Yo, I'm, I'm gonna name out a bunch of people, but I, if I don't name you out, you know. Yeah, that's why I ain't naming it because I might forget somebody. So shout out to all you women. You guys are doing great, beautiful black women, brown women. Because <laughs> I was gonna say everybody black. Um, <gasps> I can't. Say shout that. out to. Shout out to y'all. I see y'all doing y'all thing. So proud. Keep working. Keep grinding. I'm watching you and I'm supporting you every step of the way because we are women in the making, making history. I about to say, y'all ain't Does that women? make sense? Yes. Yeah, you cleaned it up, well. Yeah, I, I tried. She ain't giving out one name. No, nah, I'm not giving no names, but they know who they are. I told so, shout out to me. I will be giving a name. Sorry. I want to shout out. All right, man. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Sierra, a.k.a. Alex, who I really thought was two different people. <laughs> um, Sierra, a.k.a. Alex, a.k.a. one of your little friends. <laughs> um, that's her Instagram name. You one are, of your little friends? Mm-hmm. The letter one of your little friends. <sighs> um, you are amazing. Your spirit, I don't think you understand... Um, how you light up a room. I don't believe you understand how well you connect people. I don't believe you understand just how much power you really have. Um, you are amazing. You are funny. She is. Can we cuss now? Oh, we can cuss. Real threat. If you still here, sorry for the cursing. You better hear some cursing. <laughs> you are fucking funny, to say the least. Um, she is a photographer, but however, she is also a also a podcaster. She is the co-host or one half of the show of Hair Wrap and Lipsticks podcast. Um, I met her. 
so funny story. Somebody told me, oh, you need to link up with Sierra. You know, she's a photographer. So I said, oh, and they was like, she had hair wraps and lipsticks. So I was like, I right, bet. And so then somebody was like, oh, yeah, yeah, make sure you meet. And I was telling somebody, I was like, oh, I got to meet one of the girls. I believe her name starts with an S. They were like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then you got to meet Alex. So I went there thinking that one girl name was Sierra. The other girl name was Alex. And one is not named. Both of Alex and Sierra is the same person. <laughs> Sherelle's the other person. <laughs> Sorry, Sherelle. So I definitely, I'm so glad. So when I walked in the room on a podcast, it was just Sherelle and I did not want to. I was like, yo, something tell me her name is not Sierra. So <laughs> I didn't say nothing. That's why I didn't say her name when I came in and greeted her. But um, Alex, back to you amazing um her vision her business the way she handles herself and i don't mean that as in um when let me just explain what i mean the way she handles herself she about her shit and i appreciate that and i want to let her know that i'll be watching her i see what she's doing um your podcast with uh sherelle the podcast is an inspiration your photography is an inspiration and hand claps for you shout out to her um and i really appreciate that and i appreciate the women that you did not name they know um, who they are. They know who they are. Um, I'll tag them yeah, you in are. a post because, you know, Gavin going to make this a post. Oh, my gosh. All right. Let's get this shit started. I got to start the cameras over. Fuck. I got too much shit over here. He got a lot going on. You ain't gonna stop. Oh, gosh. He's Gavin. You right? You drunk? Okay. What's in that NOS? <sighs> All right. Our main topic today. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about your profession, right? What makes you happy in your profession, Gavin? Um, your profession of photography. <laughs> <laughs> what makes me happy in photography? Meeting people, meeting and connecting people. Um, I've noticed that about myself. I love the wide range of people I know, what they do. Um how to connect people, how to say, yo, this is going to work for you. This is not going to work for you. Um, for instance, this week I have met, this week I have shot um, a girl who gets, she sells merchandise, like all types of clothing, jewelry, um, but she gets it all from Central America. Well, you went like this, I thought you were about to say boobs. <laughs> no, nah, she don't sell boobs. She ain't got them shits in the trunk. You know, you just pull them shits out, right? <laughs> That'd be cool though if you had like a mobile boob, uh, no, you can get like a mobile breast augmentation. That's not how that works. Oh, I guess it don't. Um, anyway, shot her. She goes to Central America. She works with literally the natives of that country. Have these clothes. She comes back home. She sells them. Um, she ships them. She's amazing. Um, I also shot a um, shout out to Lindsay, man. Uh, Lindsay is a fitness trainer she's a trainer excuse me i met her um i shot with megan who's a realtor you know what i'm saying oh i know her i'm sure i'm sure she was one of the women that you did not name yeah she was in that list see now the other girl's gonna be mad um so (laughs) so anyway i shot you know i work with megan and then tomorrow i have four more other people i have to meet you know what i'm saying i know a guy who works at microsoft who who i contacted me earlier today the reason why i'm telling you these things is that i meet people so let's say, for instance, one day you want to purchase a home, right? Um, I know personally, I know you know the realtor you're using or going to use, but I personally know nine others who, you know, and it's good to say. So when I do meet somebody and somebody say, hey, I need a realtor, even though it's 
Never mind. Let me shut up. Nah, go ahead. Say what you got to say. Partner. Me and my boys was talking about like how the realtor job is like the go to like hot job for chicks. And then we were laughing at it because I was like, yo, I told y'all this shit years ago. I told everybody. All right, let's go ahead and start this podcast the right way. <laughs> I told everybody three years ago that, yo, all the bottle girls is failing a realtor's license course, a test, exam, excuse me. And this shit about to get funny. I said it's about to get funny because I literally was taking pictures of girls who was like, yo, I'm failing an exam. And I'm like, really? Is, is real estate popping? And it wasn't really popping back then. But they were all trying to, you know, um, being meeting a lot of um bottle girls what you realize is once they get to like their late 20s it ain't funny anymore for them and I guess they, so. and it's because every weekend they're in the club they're up late they doing whatever it takes to make it through the night and then what happens is they have to make a decision go get a real job <laughs> or move to LA, Vegas or New York or Miami to continue doing what you're doing right and become like the house mom and so i remember years ago every bottle girl i was shooting yo i'm about to go get my real estate license i'm like okay cool um and what ended up happening is a lot of them was failing it you know what i'm saying and i don't I heard that it, shit kind of hard though i heard it I, I let me tell you this the dudes who was also in there working I don't know. I, I, I feel like Keller Woods or Keller. That's that's a neighborhood. Keller Williams. I feel like Keller Williams, Tate, Keller um, 21 Century. I feel like they all went to every club in America and was like, yo, come take this test. <laughs> because everybody, even the like the bartenders was doing it. The bouncers was doing it. But the, the funny part was a lot of the other the non bottle girls. So everybody else. Most of them was passing. So they was just like, but I was talking to them. They was like, it's not that hard. But some people just don't, they don't understand. They have not taken a test in so long. Yeah. And they don't understand how to study. But I've, I've also heard it's not the easiest test in the world. But I've also heard it ain't the hardest either. Yeah. And so anyway, but first of all, so anyway, me and my boys are talking about real estate today. And we was talking about like just mm, the smart girls is really making a lot of money. The ones who really, they not looking at this like, oh, I'm pretty. I can sell a home. Yeah. The chicks who actually get in there working. It was actually amazing watching Megan work yesterday. Like in her element, making sure everything was in place, getting the stuff ready. And I was like, yo. And, you know, she has other she has another career that she's a part of and everything. But just to see her getting there and working and not, you know, it this ain't no, yo, this is a side hustle. I'm just trying to make a couple of, you know, thousand dollars and keep it moving. No, she's really taking it serious and investing in herself, which I thought was super dope. But anywho, back to the original. Squirrel. You think I could go to her for a house? I think you should. Yeah, okay. I'm Shut a, up. I made up. Give me an information. I will. Hopefully I get a referral bonus. <laughs> um, But anyway, I love connecting people. I love meeting people. I love saying like, oh, okay, you know, for instance, um, a lot of stuff with COVID. I did headshots for a guy who was literally in charge of finding people beds who have COVID, who needs to be in a hospital. And he gave me insight on the vaccine and what you should do and who you should contact and how to handle stuff. You know, it was super cool with that. Um, just meeting people on, on my journey is amazing and being able to connect people and also being able to learn and pull from different areas. That's probably my favorite thing. What about you? What's your app So that you don't promote anymore? Bro? So I have a full-time job and I have like a side hustle that's on the up and coming so one with my full-time job um 
the thing I like about it is, is I'm always challenged with everything that I do. Um, when I pray for this job specifically, I ask God to give me, I had a list of things that I want. And I probably tell this story all the time, but y'all gonna hear it again. I gave God a list of things that I wanted specifically for me because I was previously very unhappy. I wanted mm. a nice chill environment. I wanted a nice pay. I wanted to not be micromanaged and I wanted to be challenged. Ooh, um, I should have put that in my prayer for that last job that I got fired from. <laughs> The micromanage, ooh, I've never prayed for that. That's why every, my last three jobs, I was micromanaging. I had to pray for that, specifically. Ooh. Micromanaging is the worst. He said, that he is, said, Gavin, that was a topic. we're going to have to let you go. <laughs> I said, all right, but go ahead. <laughs> um, and so, like, I just, I just love it. It's so chill, so laid back, like, you know, I'm on salary, so it's like I got a lot of, like, leeway to do things like and we working from home now so it's like it's just great mm-hmm. now inspirade is on the up and coming but my mission and my focus is to basically um inspire and motivate people one to just live their lives authentically and as easy as that may be said it's mm. not that it's not easy to do mm. because we are so um we have so many things coming at us as far as social media, our friends, our family, just throw things at us or tell us how they feel we should do certain things. And you can get caught up in that. And Especially as a woman. I believe it's harder for y'all than us. Most definitely. I agree with that, too. And so it's like she I would. <laughs> Shut up. And so I, the purpose of it is to, you know, try to help people and encourage people. <laughs> I hate Gavin to do things for themselves and how they want to live their life, not based off of anybody else's. Um, so if I just touch one person and, and for the most part with anything, I've done that consistently. If it's just one person that really like, it makes me feel great inside. So that's what's keeping me going, even though I have not been very consistent lately, but I'm working on some things. Um, that I've been is, trying to get you there. <laughs> that is um, what keeps me going and makes me happy um, in my profession. So like, all right, you mentioned how, um, how you deal with your emotions when you do have those downturn, because we all, we all run into it. So, this first quarter of 2021, I've been kind of down as far as when it comes to um, Inspirade. My mm-hmm. professional job has been great. Yeah. <laughs> but Inspirade is like, because I'm trying to get things together as far as merch and um, like promo and, and content, like sometimes I beat myself up or feel bad that I'm not producing content as much as I used to or as much as I should. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I also have to remind myself that, you know, everything takes time um, mm-hmm. not to always p- compare or feel like you need to be in a certain area at this time when I'm I'm on my own path. I'm not going to be like anybody else or um, I'm not going to reach that goal or I'm not going to be, you know, successful at it if I try to rush it. So I'm trying to learn to be patient and take my time with it and know that this little dip right now Mm -hmm. um, is for a purpose and that once everything gets popping, it's going to skyrocket. I say this. We were out to eat. We was out to eat Tuesday and we saw. Yes, me and Gavin are friends. Yeah, we are friends outside (laughs) of this. Now, if we ever do like a little fake beef. Then this is when we're going to come out and be like, oh, we were never friends. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we was out to eat on Tuesday. We saw Rickland. Shout out to Rickland. Um, and afterwards, me and him was talking, and he said that he's going on vacation. And he was like, 
he told me, he said, man, it's good. I'm, I'm happy to go on vacation. He's like, I can't take pictures while I'm down there. He's like, I'm taking a break. I don't have to edit nothing. I don't have to do that. And a vacation is good. You know what I'm saying? And the reason why I'm mentioning that and talking to him, because I realize that's what I do when I need a break. Not necessarily go on vacation. Because I am that friend that you invite on vacation. I have my camera with me. Um, True. Especially now I use every vacation. I'm like, oh, one day I'm going to shoot down here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so, um, but I say that to say, um, I've been in those moments. Me and you have had this discussion about me, like whether it was social media that had me down or I, I it was one part of time. Um, and I thank God for it. It was a learning experience and, you know, I enjoyed it. It was, a, it was one point in time in my life. I was, ne- I was only doing client work and I was never doing stuff I wanted to do. And as whack as this may sound, I was busy, but I was bored out of my mind and I was starting to not to like photography. Right. And the way I dealt with those emotions was like, I talked to my friends, I talked to my wife, of course, I prayed about it. And um, somebody told me, they was like, yo, get off social media. Shout out to my boy, Will. He's like, bro, get off social media. He's like, get off of it. Don't post. He's like, if you want to open it up, look at it, whatever. But don't get off of there. Get away from it. Stop taking pictures. Um, also, Ted Wimbush, shout out to him as well. He's the one who told me stop taking pictures. He's like, take you a week. Don't shoot nothing. He's like, don't edit nothing. Just take a week off. Chill. Next week, start up and see what happens. Regroup. Gotta regroup. regroup. And it was funny. Me and you had, I think we had this conversation a couple of weeks ago, maybe a week ago. And I was telling you, I'm like, yo, we don't even know how to vacation anymore. Like it's people, right? Think about it. You go on vacation now. You bring your laptop. If you meet, you got your camera. Um, sometimes people go on vacation, they still want to check their work emails. I hate, di- I hate when I'm like digging in my eye and it's on camera. Cause I probably cut to you so people don't see me. <laughs> That's Jack. See, this is, this is the thing that I don't get to do in this process of editing because Gavin gets to put me in the most awkwardest and craziest situations, but he makes himself look like a little angel. So. That's because our jobs is like. This lady on TikTok was talking about how um, PTO is such a scam. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure everybody has seen this Caucasian lady. She be speaking some facts because um, um, I follow her. And I was like, oh, this this makes sense. Um, but she was just like, you like U.S. expects people to work 40 hours a week mm-hmm. and give them 10 days of vacation for the whole year. <laughs> some people don't even do 10. Right. When I worked at my last job, which is a scam, and I, I was trying to tell, nothing is worse when you realize a scam and you try to tell your coworkers, and they just don't hear you. So for those who I know, I used to work for, um, I used to work for High Life. It was a smoke shop. And while I was working there, the reason why I'm saying their name, because I'm never going back. Like, never going back. And so. I don't even think we buy stuff from them anymore. I, I literally, nobody who's my friend buys from them anymore. <laughs> like, I, I shut that down, buddy. But in that, um. And working with them, I remember working there and I'm like, yo, nobody here is educated enough to realize the bullshit that they're getting paid crumbs for. We literally, and I used to tell people this all the time, we literally used to have people to leave this job. Niggas used to leave this job and go work at Taco Bell. Literally, I, I knew several people. And the reason why I'm saying Taco Bell is because that's an actual example. And because, you know, if you're leaving a job to go make minimum wage at a fast food joint, that lets you know. How much money you're making or what you're willing to give up. But 
I remember going in there and I'm like, yo, do nobody understand like, like, do do nobody understand that we don't get vacation here? Like, And I'm thinking, I'm like, yo, y'all are working here. Y'all making crumbs. And then, you know, you get so many, the vacation got, I remember one year, they switched to the vacation, right? And so everybody in January start, started off with zero vacation hours for that year. Zero. Meaning you cannot take vacation. So the longer you work throughout the year, they will add your accrue your hours, right? Which is cool. But the way it's supposed to be is it's supposed to be vested. And so when you start the year off, you already have 40 and you're earning throughout the year. Yeah. Well, nobody understood that logic. So what ended up happening is everybody's here like, hey, I need vacation. And it's, you know, it's February, it's March. And, you know, your job is, you know, your manager, your boss, everybody's like, yo, well, how many hours do you have? Well, I only have three because the year just started. Oh, okay, well. That's and how like, they get over on you. They get over on you. Then I'm looking around. I'm looking at everybody. I'm like, yo, do y'all understand that y'all be working holidays and don't get time and a half? Like, I'm like, yo, y'all y'all cool with that? Y'all understood what's going on? I'm like, yo, they only giving you those days off where you, I'm like, it's no holiday pay. Because most jobs give you holiday pay, you know, Christmas Eve or, um, you know, New Year's Eve. Sometimes some jobs will kind of do it. And then definitely on Christmas Day, whatever. They always canceled. They always blocked off that you didn't work. And they did it as, oh, we're going to give you guys Christmas. No, they're giving you this shit off because why? Because we don't want to have to legally pay you time and a half. But some jobs just have that in there. Then I was like, the benefits track. So anyway, I remember just walking around the job like, hello, anybody know oh, notice this? And I hello. remember. Hello. <laughs> bro, literally. Anybody remember, listening? Anybody. And I remember I um I spoke to someone who was also higher up in the company. And she, she told me, she said, yo, none of these people fucking know. She was like, that was her word. She was like, they don't know. They don't know no better. She said, you can go in there, but it's going to be a no because nobody else is going to raise the concerns or fight hell. And then there was lies and everything. Nobody was understanding. So the reason why I say that is like, um, so anyway, PTO is a scam. Um, it's a beneficial scam. They make you feel like it's a beneficial scam right. to you. And they doing you a favor. Like they doing you a favor. You know what I'm saying? You work in 52 times five. I don't know what that is. That's 250 days at least minimum. I don't, I'm not the math. Keys study math in school, not me. You You're go. working that many days out the year just for them to say, hey, yo, take you 10 out of that. Sp That's it. Sprinkle just that through. Exactly. They want you to spread that shit out. And then it's like, okay. And then, well, shit. Hey, I need this day off. No, we can deny you at any time and tell you no. And and I think um I posted this post about this guy posted it was like a meme or whatever it was. He was like, I think millennials and it was age. If you're born between 85, 1985 and nineteen ninety five, he was like, we are that middle gap that understand the old people and the young people. Mm -hmm. And I was like, um, the reason I'm saying that is because. These young kids now be like, I'm out of here. I'm out. <laughs> and they be like, I'm not dealing with this. Or they be like, or uh, if you don't accept my request, I'm still going to be gone. And so I, <laughs> funny you say that because <laughs> I was on Facebook today and this dude said, yo, millennials in Generation Z, why do y'all quit jobs? Because we ain't got time for the bullshit. We really don't. And then I, I commented, I said, yo, man, once you realize that your job doesn't care about you that doesn't mean you quit it's when you realize that your mental health is worth more than what they paying you because it's not never enough no job i'm telling y'all this right now 
Carter, know what you about to say. No yes. job pays you what you're worth. Facts. They get if your job if your job realized today that they can pay you one dollar less than what they're paying you right now, they would not pay you that. They would yeah. take it away. They they understand that. They understand that they making you they're paying you a fraction of what you produce for them. But that's a whole nother subject. And then, you know, what's funny enough, shout out to Manny Ortiz, man. Um if you do not know, if you're if you're a photographer and you hear, then you know who Manny Ortiz is. So I'm not finna even get into that. But um, I made another the, face. Gavin gonna put on thumbnail. Huh? Um, so for those for those who do not know, Manny Ortiz is actually a photographer based out of Chicago. He is a YouTube creator. He he's huge. Um, he calls himself the Walmart Drake. Oh wow. Which is funny because he does look like a Hispanic version of Drake, which is funny. He's just a little bit skinnier. But anyway, Manny's super dope. But I, I, I it bugged me yesterday because I'm on Instagram and his freaking post comes up and it says this content creation hustle is no joke. I'm finally breaking out of this creative rut um, burnout that I've been for about the last two weeks. I didn't want to pick up a camera. I didn't want to do anything. All I did was play NBA 2K21. Um, I think most people think that. If you take a break, the algorithm will punish you. But imagine pushing yourself to the point where you want to quit instead. Hustle smart. And that bothered me for two reasons. The biggest issue I have with all this. Mm-hmm. Um, bro has said this multiple times. And it sucks to see someone get up at a level that you one day want to be a part of. And you're noticing that shit. He's struggling with what I used to struggle with so many more times. And I understand. And I commented back and he didn't respond. I don't expect him to. But I said, yo, sometimes we got to stop being owned by these companies, fake ass rewards of what they deem as content creation. And, you know, nothing blows my mind more than when Josh was on here. Shout out to the creative gent um, who he came on a podcast one day. He said, yo, they dumb down our art and call it creating content. Right. He's like, it's bullshit. And. You know, he said it, it's, it's just bullshit. It's, it sucks. And so I'm thinking about what Manny's saying. And mind you, I'm not mad at what Manny said because he was smart. He was like, yo, sometimes you get drowned. You start drowning in this whole sea of being a photographer or trying to push out content, hoping that uh, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, whatever the case may be, keep sending people to your page and pushing your shit to the top of other people's fa- feeds that when you don't get it, you just like. I don't even want to do this shit anymore. And you stop doing something that you love. And so anyway, to Manny, bro, keep pushing. Keep doing your thing. Yo, please stop making your video so addy. That makes sense. It seems like he's selling something in every video. And I'm like, yo, I don't even know what this video is about anymore. But I know seven products that I can't afford right now that you keep telling me about. But anyway, other than that, bro, keep pushing, man. And um, I respect it. Take that break. Play 2K. You know what I'm saying? If you want to buy a PS5, it is downstairs. I have it. It's $1,500. <laughs> it will be shipped to you. Anyway, um, you ready to get to these questions? Let's go. Let's get it. Oh, so this is the part of the podcast. <laughs> since we do not have an ad part right here. If you want to sponsor our podcast, your ad can go right here. Especially to you, Manny. Go to MannyOrtiz.com right now. Who, me? No, I'm just telling people that's niggas that's listening. Oh, sorry. Probably can't use that ad right now. Sorry, man. <laughs> um, anyway, go ahead. Oh, this is the part of the podcast where you ask the questions. And you give the answers. Key asked the questions. I give the answers. He Take it away, today? Key. I'm a little slow. <laughs> I have not ate. 
Oh, he about to go in today. Nothing, nothing is worse than when you haven't ate and you've been shitting all day. Excuse me. And like you hungry. Go ahead. You don't have to tell the people you've been. You know pooping. what happened to me. Oh my gosh. All right. We got a we got a question from Oh my gosh. We got a question. Girl, I got a question for you. From Um, sorry. From Julie. Woo! Julie! Do you have a separate personal and photography Instagram account or do you have them on the same page so or combined? Funny enough, this kind of goes to what we were just talking about. If you do not have the energy, time, or desire, do not make two Instagram pages. Um, I personally do. I have one for me. I personally do as well. I have one for me. And I have one for my business. Let me tell you this. Um, I don't even have one for my business. Let me tell you. Uh, this is what I realized. I used. <coughs> <coughs> I got choked on the energy drink. I Sorry, Julie. Drinking it. Probably not. So let me put it like this: If you do not have the time, you don't have the energy, you don't want to deal with it. Don't do it. Um, I personally, um, I have one. That's for me where I act ignorant on. I have fun. I talk my shit. Then I have one for my photography, which is only photography. I won't. I don't even post on it all the time. Sometimes I just literally schedule out pictures and I leave them there. And then I go. I always would check on it and comment on it um, and comment and respond back to people and thank them for showing up. But um, back in the day, I used to say, oh, I'm going to create one for my business because um it's important and I, you know, I want it to all be business related. But what happens is you feel bad because you don't have time to go back on there and check. You don't have time to go back on there and say, yo, all right, let me make sure that everything is correct and looking right and is correct. And um, let me make sure I'm engaging on there. And then you engage on there on one Wednesday and you don't come back for two more weeks. And it just becomes too much. However, so for me, I got rid of that in photography. And what I did is I just created another one that I only display photography, no ignorant stuff, no fun stuff. And really, it's just there because I know some people just want to follow me just simply for pictures. They don't care about the funny shit. They don't care about nothing else. They don't want to see when I'm on vacation. They just want to see dope pictures. Um, so keep that in mind. But if you don't have the time, don't do it. Just keep it going. That's funny because my cousin just asked me this. She was like, have you ever thought about combining your personal in your business page I said well I thought about just doing it when I started it mm -hmm. but I didn't want to overwhelm my personal page with a whole lot of motivational stuff mm -hmm. at once because then I feel like people you. gonna get yeah unfollow you get lost be like what, confused like mm -hmm. what what is your purpose here because if I post something motivational and then post a TikTok if it's not related to or it, your titties <laughs> oh never People might just get confused. I was like, so I personally made two separate ones for me. Mm, yeah. So follow me, KSS7 underscore. Underscore. Donations. Donations. I, do I donated. Donations. Inspirade donated. Next question. <laughs> anyway. She did. I did. She did donate. Shout out to all our well, sponsors. Inspirade did. Inspirade did. It wasn't key. Okay. <laughs> All right, next we got Jason has, had, ooh, I don't know if this is a Gavin era. It's has not. you ever. It's not. 
<laughs> Excuse me. Have you ever submitted your work to a publication? Any tips or suggestions? Um, I have. My first publication I ever submitted to was Fuse Magazine um, a while back, long time ago. I probably had just maybe moved into this house, so probably like seven something years ago. Um, sitting, uh, submitting, excuse me, to a publication is super cool. Um, the only tip I can give you is figure out what they're looking for. Reach out to their marketing team. Reach out to, first of all, view the magazine. A lot of people reach out to you and be like, hey, we're accepting publications. Send us some work. And then you kind of just look at their work and go, all right, cool. And it's not there. It's not, they're not going to use it. Um, I'm going to skip to make sure it's good. I hate when we watch stuff online and you're just like, oh, I'm trying to grow my Instagram, my business Instagram. It's like, oh, create content. Like, yeah, yo, that's shut up. That's exactly what people keep saying, too. It's like, bro, duh. I'm going to be consistent and I'm I'm not going to put out some shit that I think is shit. I'm literally, if it's shit, it's the sad part about it. If I put out shit, I think it's good. <laughs> so we passed that. So anyway, um, so it's not that, but I would always, I'm going to skip the whole, make sure it's good, make sure it's high quality, make sure it's clear. Um, but also look at what you, look at what they really are looking for. Um, what? That's the face you made. Oh, sorry. Like you really got to make sure because when I when I submitted to Fuse magazine, um, I was it was cool, it was fun. I sent them some pictures. They accepted it. Um, I noticed they had an issue. So Fuse magazine is like a boudoir. Is I mean, I'm gonna call it boudoir. It's a boudoir implied in sometimes nude magazine, but it's all high quality images. I would say it's not Playboy. I've never actually seen a Playboy magazine, so I can't even lie here. But it's imagine what I think probably is in Playboy. Um, there's stories. There are people commenting. There's interviews. Um, that an issue where they didn't have women of color. Not a lot. You can literally go through magazine spreads, and the only woman of color is is a white girl that's a brunette. You know what I'm saying? That's not a woman of color. Exactly. That's <laughs> my point. So I submitted a woman of color. Um, shout out to my homegirl Ashley, wherever you are. Um, and it went straight in. It was cool. And my only issue with Fuse at that time and any other publication, I'm not submitting to your to your publication and having to pay for the issue that I'm in. That's bullshit. <laughs> and they know people are going to pay. Right. Because it's like, yo, you know, and I take that back. I was in another publication and they sent me a coupon code where the only thing I had to pay was shipping. And I respect that. Um, but paying full price. For a magazine that I helped create and I'm not making no money off of all the issues you sold. No, nah, I'm not doing that shit anymore. So anyway, um, please go through their feed. Go through past magazines. Sometimes if you go on MagCloud, magcloud.com, you can find like their old issues and kind of just see what they're going for, what they're looking for. And then just try to be unique. And if you can, send in a story with your work or whatever. But, you know, there you go. That's my tips and suggestions. All right. Take that in, Jason. Take it in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sound like a, a commentator funny enough i um submitted to a magazine same thing this is when i was really like trying to figure out boudoir was the way to go boudoir. and i realized shout out to episode 69 <laughs> then i realized like there's not enough money in it but whatever anyway i submitted to a magazine um and they sent me back they was like yo these are some nice pictures shorty looked too young they was like no she looked like a 12 year old or something she did and the sad part is and i didn't really check the mag 
because that I had got into their online publications, but the girl I did, she wore like this. She didn't even have boobs. She does now, but she didn't have them then. And but um, she had a like a nice push up bra, so it kind of looked like she had boobs. And then so I sent them this girl who had none, and they were like, "Yo, she that's not what we're going for." They was like, "Yo, she looks too young." They were like. And all these magazines, they make you submit the model's ID. And so they knew that she was over 21. They were just like, no, she looked like her age should be reversed. And they were like, no, we're good on it. So it, was, it sucked. And it, nothing was worse than me having to tell that girl that. I had to text her and email her back and be like, yo, I submitted to this magazine, but they said no. And she was like, really? Why? And I was like, yo, they said you kind of look really, really young, even though you were old enough. She was like, yeah, I've been getting that a lot. So. Anyway, people never forget. Um, Allison currently have a Canon Rebel T3i. What Woo, should be get my rid of next shit. camera? Dang, it, she, maybe ooh. that's all she can get. It is. I mean, it's an intro camera. It's a very, very intro. If you told me you was getting into blogging, vlogging, or yeah, I'm getting into vlogging. I wouldn't tell you to get this. <laughs> but this might be one. I bet you would be one that you would look at and be like, "Hey, hey, Gavin, what you think about this?" And I'd be like, "Nope." Um, <laughs> so anyway my thing is um i will tell you this um which is funny it's gonna go to another topic that we're gonna talk about but um matter of fact this is funny if i was you i would go ahead and get me a mirrorless camera pick out i would stick to canon if that's what you really like canon got the best colors to me for photography um i would definitely get me a canon i would look at a canon r or rp um and do that mirrorless cameras are so good just because the way they operate just it's, it's the trend, which is funny because I, I photography topics, we're going to be talking about what we're talking about today is. um It's Canon killing off their 5D line. So for those who not know, the camera that's on me is the Canon 5D Mark IV. Um, it was Canon's top of the line camera under like the super expensive ones that nobody can afford. Besides, if you like big, 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 big time. Like Gavin. No, no, no. It's another camera. And you... Them be the ones where you see them big ass billboards. Them be the ones that they shoot with them. Them shits be huge. Anyway, um, so the 5D Mark IV was like their big thing. And then what happened is Canon now is releasing a bunch of stuff, a bunch of lenses, a bunch of cameras, and they have not updated the Canon 5D Mark IV. And I'm telling people now, I've said this already, they about to move y'all out of getting um, non-mirrorless cameras you know, cameras with the mirrors in them. They about to get rid of that. Mirrorless cameras about to be the future. Mirrorless lenses is the future. I'm not saying it's going to happen in three years, five years, 10 years, but they are moving. Canon has already said, I mean, pretty much alluded to that they're getting rid of intro cameras. And then what's going to end up happening is they're going to stop making new lenses. Their auto lenses are going to be only mirrorless. And then what's going to end up happening is you're going to be forced to upgrade. So upgrade whenever you can. But um, for you, sister, definitely get the Canon R. If you want to move up in mirrorless and plus a full frame, it's going to be cool. You sounded like Evan off. <laughs> I was watching Superbad last night. Dead ass was watching. It was so funny. But for you, sister, what? <laughs> yeah, man. Um, For those who not know, Facebook just settled a lawsuit for $600 million for... $650 million. $650 million for photo tag and privacy issues, which is funny to me because... um. To give give you some backstory, how I'm about to pull it up. Um, they settled because apparently in Illinois, Facebook was pretty much 
where it is. Overall, the settlement is a major win for consumers and a hotly contested area of digital privacy. That's what the judge said, making standing issues of settlement is almost valuable because Facebook and other big companies continue to fight the proposition that a statutory um, privacy violation is genuine harm. So for those who not know, there's this issue with Facebook being able to tag people and without notifying people. And so what Facebook was doing says Illinois Facebookers argued that the site violated the state's biometric information privacy act, a provision to prevent private entities from collecting story and using biometric information without explicit prior notification and written consent consents. Namely, this means digital scans of their faces. Facebook was literally scanning people's faces, storing it in doing whatever they wanted to with it to identify people. That's why they asked you, you've been, you've been seen in this video. Do you want to be tagged? Y'all yeah. you ever get those notifications? Sometimes. And yeah. then, um, it's kind of creepy. It is kind of creepy because you don't know what this company is doing with your picture. And if Facebook gets hacked, they are technically responsible. If they never ask you that they have your information, well, you know, their pay, your picture, your video, whatever, um, stored. So, you know, it was a big issue for that. I think that's going to change in the future with, um, you know, you've been on these apps. I know we talked about it before. Like sometimes you, you're on these apps and they are in control, but we can't allow it to be, yo, you on my app. I can do whatever I want to you. That's not how the world works. So it'd be interesting to see how this keeps going. Um, the wireless go mic by Rogue, Um, They are amazing. They are out. The number twos are out. Not the, I have the first ones. Uh, the number twos are amazing. So I want to tell everybody, cop them shits when they come out. Shout out to Road. Donations. You owe us. Donations. Owe us the mics. You owe us some Donations. more mics. I've been trying to get the pod mics and I can't get them. Anyway. um, Oh, shit. Sorry, Dr. Donations. Umar. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, buddy. Um, The Nikon Z9 is coming. Um, Shout out to Henry Jones. I know. I know. You are going to get that camera before you cross over to um, Cannon. So shout out to him. <laughs> How you know he coming to Cannon? Going to Cannon to like, I got a, like I got a camera. Nikon trash, but that's another subject. Ooh, I really got here. Y'all here, Gavin? He want, he want the smoke. <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, we got a problem here? No, Nikon. We do not. Sponsor no, I'm talking here. about the people that use Nikon. He nah. want the smoke. What's funny is Nikon users know what's up. They know what's up, man. He disrespectful, y'all. They really, I mean, they know what's up. I don't want to be disrespectful. They know what's up, though. And they got their camera on time, though. They, they, we're going to see. Okay, you find a little shot. Do I got some gunshots on here? Nope. Oh, crap. Oh. You should have been uh, using that one with the sound. Go oh, yeah, friend. I should have been using Go best friend. Go best friend. That's what it sound like. Shut up. Anyway, so, um, that the Z9 is coming. It'd be interesting to see what happens. Hopefully, somebody that gets it comes on here and give us a review because I'm definitely interested to see how that turns out. Um, you ready to get this pod started for the fun? So, if you are a, hey. if you're not a photographer, hey. you are finally at the part of the podcast where you care. Um, and we'll never be royal. royal. You remember that song? Yeah, fuck that song. Um. Bruh, hey, hey. I don't know what's going on. I can't say that I care. Um, so the day of the, the night of the All Star Game, um, 
Prince Harry and Meghan sat down with Oprah. Oprah Winfrey. And they had a conversation about they family. That's what they their life, basically. And do you know what's going on? No, I know I I ain't got cable. I ain't got cable, so I ain't watch, I ain't watch it. But I seen <laughs> I just seen clips and like little stuff people were saying online about what was going on. So in it. what was being said so, overall? Uh, the clip that I seen was her, um, Oprah asking Megan basically. Um, well, I don't know she a- she did ask her something, but I forgot what she asked her. But she did um, say that <sighs> there was an issue about whether her son was going to be what complexion her son was going to be, mm. and how that was going to be a factor in. I guess the. <laughs> I don't want to misconstrue. Let me see if I can find the clip. <laughs> but it has something to do with um, his family feeling some type of way because they don't know what. Because they're racist. Basically. 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 Um, newsflash for anybody out there. All white people racist. Most of them. Some of them. I'm not going to say. There should not be a surprise that rich old white people have some type of racism in their blood. I know we don't want to talk about it. Um, and if we being fair. uh if we're being fair, a lot of people have known about the great family of Britain being somewhat racist, and we never speak on it. I remember when Meghan was getting married to Prince Harry, going joining their family, I remember having several conversations with several black folks saying, yo, it's beautiful that we're celebrating her. Want to listen to the clip? Sure. It's beautiful that we celebrating her, but guess what? I was just going to put it to the mic. No, let's get on. We got a pod for a reason. And she, they're racist. But go ahead. Keep out of play something. Hopefully it plays. And conversations about how dark his... I'll start over. Please. Concerns and conversations about how dark his skin might be when he's born. Mm. What? <laughs> and that's, that's Oprah. Who... Who is having that conversation? Look at her face. You? She don't even want to say. What? She looks scared, don't she? So, mm-hmm. um, she didn't prepare to say this. Hold up, hold up. There's Stop several. Right con- now. There are several conversations. There's a about conversation it. with you, with Harry, about how dark your baby is going to be. Potentially, and what that would mean. Why are people surprised by this? I'm sorry, man. I know, I know, I know. We ain't supposed to be. It's 2021. Racism doesn't exist anymore. You know, black silence back in the day when we was getting our ass beat and beat up, and we was just dealing with shit. You know, by us dealing with that, some white folks feel like, oh, life was good because my black friends, they didn't complain. Well, they were silent because. They didn't know how to deal with certain things. I know we're in 2021, so nobody's racist. What are we shocked at? I don't know. Um, I seen this one guy post and he was like, um, he said, this is his words, not keys. (laughs) Um, He said, I don't feel bad for Megan. He was like, why are y'all so surprised about this? Mm hmm. She knew what it was when she was going Absolutely. to marry into this family. Why did she think that something was going to change? 
that wasn't his words verbatim, but that's that was his message. The laughter for me, they escaping racism and came here. Of all places. <laughs> that's the joke of this whole thing. I don't think y'all understand. This shit is funny to me. Like it's it's not even sad because let me tell you the only thing that made me upset is that Prince Harry knew what type of family he had and he chose to marry a woman of color and bring her into that shit. Right. Like that that's honestly what pissed me off because my wife is not a part of my race, right? She's for those you have to know now. I mean, I'm getting tired of fucking saying it, dog. <laughs> She's Puerto Rican, okay? She's She did a, her dad did an ancestry he like damn near African. I mean, he looked like it. No, I'm just kidding. He doesn't look like his it. brother do. But he. Yeah. But yeah. like he everything. He the like, part Indian he's from are like the African Indians, like native, excuse me, like what, how that worked. Um, the Spaniards and how that all that stuff. The way it was cooked up is basically like, yo, bro, you from Africa. And you just was born in Puerto Rico. Pretty yeah. much. It's I like pretty Pops. Yeah, he cool. he's quiet. Cool. But. Um, anyway, um, so was we was talking about Megan and how people oh, are shocked and racism and stuff. So my wife is Puerto Rican. I would never marry. I would have not married her if I knew my family had Hispanic, Latina, Latino jokes out the ass or they just was not for it. I just would not. I wouldn't even do it. If it was, I would just steer away from that because I'm like, yo, you don't deserve this shit. You know what I'm saying? I just personally would not have did it. Or, um, it, you know, me and my dad had a conversation when I first got married. He said, yo, what you going to do if such and such in your family does not agree with your wedding, your marriage or whatever? And I said, I don't know. He said, well, you, gotta, you should know what to do. I'm like, what? He was like, uh, you don't come around. <laughs> he was like, you don't put her through that shit. He was like, no, nah, you don't never do that. He said, and your family asks you, you let them know. Because you are... X, Y, and Z, and you're this type of person, I'm not breaking up my happy home to be around you. And, and so, you know, I had that always instilled in me. But to see this shit, and this, let me tell you something. For those of y'all who think, Prince Harry did not find out his family was racist two years ago when he got married. <laughs> he been knowing this shit, just to give everybody a heads up. So for me, I'm looking at it like, yo, bro, you knew what type of family, you knew what type of your grandmother was. You knew what's, what was up with that. I feel like sometimes people have this hopeful peace inside of them that it's going to be different with this one or it's going to be different this time or the world is changing. Like some people still hold on to that hope that it's not going to be as bad as it is portrayed. But in reality, like especially for the older generation, it's like older people are stuck in their ways. Like it's very Absolutely. hard for them to change or see the other side um, of a situation. So mm-hmm. um, I feel like they've made a, they and and this is just hypothetically i feel like they may might have been thinking like this is going to be good it's going to be different we're not going to deal with this and we we can do things differently this time mm-hmm. and i just think it didn't go the way that they might have expected it to go i tell people all the time my uh the high school i went to i went to a christian high school my last two years of high school um all my teachers was were amazing my principal was amazing my headmistress was amazing. A um, mistress? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> everybody was cool. A lot of those people are racist. I'm going to give that to y'all now. Mm-hmm. Did I know it when I was 17, 18, 16, 17, 18? Absolutely not. They never showed no 
type of racism towards me. Um, I remember fighting and fussing with these people because I realized they were racist in 2018, 19, 20, so to speak, right? Which is, you know, 10 years after I graduated. Over 10 years after I graduated, I'm realizing later, like, damn, you was educating me and this is what's really in your heart. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I made a decision in 2019. I know that sounds crazy. I made a decision in 2019. I'm not arguing with nobody over 55 about racism. I'm just not. Because I can't correct. I can't talk you off the ledge that you have been walking on for the last 50 years. You were literally raised by if you're right, ra- if you're over 55 and you are quote-unquote racist or what i deem as racist yo that you was raised that's how you were raised that's how you know that's it that's in your blood the people that raise you that's in their blood that's like literally how they feel and they put it in you and you've been walking this earth twice my age i don't have time to be telling you like yo no like no just because you know three black people and they don't tell you that they deal with racism doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. You know what I'm saying? I'm not sit, hit, sitting here arguing about, um, you know, economic racism, economic racism. I'm not going to sit here and argue with you about, you know, like I told one guy, I said, yo, me and him were going back. I said, yo, how many black kids you went to school with? He was older. None. Okay. You don't see that's a problem? You don't see discrimination? No, no, no. It's just because of where we live. You didn't see that? You don't. I'm not explaining to you how. If you go look at the drug laws back in the day, you caught you got caught with one, you know, with one crack rock. You got more time if you had coke in the same size. You did more time. Well, if crack is if affecting black people and we locking up y'all and we letting y'all go free, I'm not going to have that conversation. And then we're going to go to, you know, oh, we got opioids now and heroin, but it's in the royal communities. Royal. Not royal. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and it's in those communities and those people are walking off because, you know, little Johnny out here is, is sick. Not little Johnny. Yeah, I'm not finna have those conversations with you. Little but Johnny anyway, Appleseed. Pretty much, man. Um, And then Pier, Pier One Morgan quit his she job. She called this nigga Pier One Morgan. Pierce Morgan quit his job because apparently, bro, was he tried to go on a date with her and she curved him. Yeah, basically he was salty because homeboy checked him. He was like, "Every time we get on here, you talking about her. You always saying something negative." He walked off, walked off set, didn't he? Yep, and he had um forty one thousand. I'm not dealing with this. Look, how you walk off your own damn show? <laughs> I'm not dealing with this. Key, how you walk off on your show? That's like somebody coming up in here talking crazy, and I'm like, "Yo, I'm not dealing with this anymore." And I just I walk off the pod and let them just sit there and talk. Hell nah, bro, you walking your ass up out of here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, go ahead. No, Nothing. I was just saying that that video was funny. <laughs> um, well, you know who we got to talk about next. Since we're on the track of racism and shit. Oh gosh, <laughs> key. Key. When the last time you ate Papa Taking John's? Back to a few years ago, when you start to see these headlines coming out and smearing your good name. When the last time you ate Papa John's? How did John's? you feel at the time when you were seeing these headlines? Um, state of shock. Um, oh, that pizza. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, I couldn't understand it. I, it's probably I mean, using goat again, cheese. We have a public board that paints its chairman uh, complicit, passive, or active. They paint the founder as a racist. Bruh was caught using the N word. And he wants to say they painted him as a racist. Okay, hold on. They know he's not a racist. Oh, 
it's just unbelievable. And oh. I used to lay in bed just going, how did they do this? And we've had three goals for the last 20 months to get rid of this uh, N-word uh, in my uh, vocabulary. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We've had three goals for the last 20 months to get rid of this uh, N-word uh, in my uh, vocabulary. Bruh said his goal for the last 20 months, almost two years, has to been getting to get rid of the N-word at his vocabulary. Let me tell you something. It didn't take me 20 months to stop eating your trash ass pizza. And I used to get rewards. And I literally, I wasn't, um, once I realized that they pizza kind of really tasted like cardboard, I stopped eating it. But, but it was and the cheese closest. cheese is weird. It is weird. It's like a sheet. It's like it's pushed out and it just lays on top of the pizza. It don't even All break apart. All that N word in it, so. <laughs> bruh, bruh. <laughs> Yo, and I don't know if you saw like the interview that he did and they had all the red lights on him. I'm like, yo, don't color grade my man like that. He looks so he look like the pizza. Damn near like that. The trash ass. I hate Key, man. Key came in here with jokes. Bruh said we had three goals for 20 months. First of all, that word shouldn't have been in your vocabulary At in the all. first place. So At all. I don't understand. And we didn't talk about the other guy. What was the other guy, man? Um, He said the N-word. And he was like, oh, it's not in my vocabulary. And I think like the NC, in, I was about to say the NCAA CP, but the NAACP. <laughs> it's basketball Basketball season, and black people coming together. Look, <laughs> he said that uh, he was like, oh, I, um, he went to the NAACP to say, help him get rid of that word. And I was talking to Rena. I said, yo, I forgot who it was. I don't know if he was, I think he was a country singer. How the NAACP going to help him get rid of that word? They probably say that shit faithfully. Sorry, faithfully. they might not be. Sorry, NAACP. But, yeah. but the funny part was, he niggas was like, say niggas. they are. And what I was laughing at is like, whatever he said, I told Rena, I said, that ain't no, he didn't say that shit on accident. He know what the fuck he was doing. Whatever bruh has said, it was like, yo, he called him like a mark ass nigga. Like whatever phrase he used, I'm like, we say that phrase like that's a that's a comfortable phrase. You got to learn. It's certain combinations with like cuss words or um, derogatory terms that you say that if you piece certain words together, you use it frequently. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a phrase. Yeah. He might have called a him like frequent a frequent phrase. I think he called him a pussy ass nigga. But whatever he says, it was like, oh, you oh, you say that. Like, that was one of the ones, like, if I heard that and somebody said it, I wouldn't be like, oh, that was your first time saying it. Oh, we got a problem here. Oh, we got a problem here. Basically. Um, so that Basically. was funny, man. Um, oh. Damn, I need some music. Oh, we got a problem here. Hold on, man. You lucky I ain't got no, you lucky I ain't got no song for y'all. Oh, Lord, here we go. Hold on, man. Hold on, man. You got to play the, the video. The song was from Hit Different earlier that I was Hit thinking. Hit Different. Um, Hit Different. Shit, do I even have it? Um, what? <laughs> I am now looking for all black women. I'm about to punch black women. In the throat. What happened with black women, Gavin? Y'all. No, it ain't no y'all. Can you stop stepping on my intro? It's not y'all. Y'all have. It ain't y'all. Y'all been having a fire year. I'm about to punch you if you say it one more time. Last week I hit you on your shoulder. I'm gonna hit you. On your Please not this time because I got a, I got a, a ailment. Um, you got a what? <laughs> something. Um, black women. 
I am now calling y'all to the floor. Stop calling black women to the floor. We Why? do black women. Every time a black person, woman, whatever, does something crazy, you you. What 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 what? You can't blame every other black woman for what they do. We started off with Gorilla Glue, girl. Do we need to blame we y'all? A, we put a relax on our box. Blame y'all for Bill Cosby, R. Kelly. That's too far back. Uh, it don't matter. They still black men. We now have Uber bandits. That fool said Uber bandits. They ain't steal nothing. <laughs> they actually got charged it. We get to that. You'd be surprised. See, you don't even know because you've been you've been fighting. I ain't fighting nothing. I don't pay attention to that ignorance. Y'all had an answer for Meg. I don't even know. I'm just making up situations. You really just making it. Get to the point. So for those who not know, three women decided to take an Uber. And in taking an Uber, um, the Uber driver asked them to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Two of the women were black. One was Persian. Mm-hmm. The main co- corporate, co- culprit. Culprit. She was Persian. Um, as somebody who has done ride share before, like actually been a passenger and a driver, um, that yesterday, not yesterday. I was gonna say this when this video part, happened, right when it dropped, I was kind of scared for the Uber guy. Yeah, because I'm 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 telling you this because I've literally I drove um I drove for Uber before. Yeah, I'm, I thought about you when I um. I think a lot of people did. Some people sent me when information. I when I, I seen just, it, I was like, I wonder if Gavin has ever had dealt with this when he previously he don't work there anymore. Uh-uh. He previously worked there. I'm not, but for me, it was scary because I was watching it and I'm like, yo, man, when I saw the black girl reaching her purse, honestly, if y'all, all right. So for those who not know, the Uber driver asked these young women to wear a mask. I want to say the black girl in the middle had her mask on, right? I don't. I was Excuse looking me. for the video. I was yeah, too, was it? Were you making good. noises? With sorry, the... I'm totally hungry, man. And so I think she had her mask on. Um, the girl directly behind him, which was a Persian girl, did not want to wear her mask. And the black girl, who's on the far side, mm-hmm. she had her mask halfway off, but she just proceeds to cough on him. The Persian girl starts yelling at him. She snatches his phone. She snatches his mask off. She throws it at him, and then they get defensive and say, "Don't touch me! Don't touch me!" And the Persian young lady decides that she wants to record and she posts on her live how she's being kidnapped. And he's telling them, please, I'm asking y'all to get out the car. And they said no. And so for me, when I saw that girl reaching in her purse, only thing I'm thinking of is like, yo, if you riding with a stranger, you're in his car and you're going to force him to take you somewhere. And if you do feel endangered. Whether you're right or wrong, if you feel in danger, you're willing to do something stupid. And I remember she, you know, she said, we'll beat your ass. Sorry, blah, I was blah, watching blah. the video again. And so with that, I don't know. For me, it was just weird, man. It, it was super sad. And I guess at the very end, um, I just guess I realized I'm like, yo, this could have been me at, at the time. Or, you know, and sometimes and he was he looked foreign when I say foreign. um, Sometimes when you deal with foreigners, especially somebody, let me tell you what happens. When you drive people, you don't know what they're going through, what they, what's on their mind, how they feel. Um, and you kind of got to go off their energy. You read a lot of energies in that car and you kind of just say like, all right. And so to deal with that and to have all them. And then the girl. He's girls, from Nepal. So he is foreign. Okay, cool. And then he's over, you know, he says, you know, one of the girls says, and I got COVID. And she just coughs. 
It's like, I don't know if she really has COVID. I think sometimes we just say shit. When I think we, she just said it to yes. try to get under him. Yeah. What's your response? Well, so one, homegirl. Which homegirl? The Persian girl. I guess she Persian or whatever. She, first of all, she was doing way too much. Way, way, way too much. So are they all friends? I'm assuming so. They all friends. And they all doing too much. I lo- All I know is homegirl in the middle realize at one point it was too late though yeah it was but at one point you can tell from her like her body language and everything mm-hmm. she was like i knew i fucked up getting in absolutely this, in this uber <laughs> with these motherfuckers that's exactly what she was thinking she was the quiet one she was like and she's saying stuff but i don't know what she's saying yeah, but it's getting drowned out anyway um but it was just too much like it was definitely unnecessary like just put the mask on and if he said if you don't want to put your mask on you need to respect his property and get the fuck out of his car absolutely like i don't understand what was so big and then she said the n-word you want me to play my music again she said the n-word and either one of them corrected her or put her in her place well you know why regardless if the energy was high if somebody says the N-word, especially somebody that is not of my descent. You know why. You don't, you, I'm, I'm going to stop everything. I'm like, what? you got <laughs> real comfortable. Well, you know why she said it. Why? She says it around them all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought you was giving me another reason. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we know it's used. in her vocabulary. She friends with Papa John's. All right. So um, <laughs> she the cheese to the pizza. That dry ass piece. It be clock the the sauce be uh clumped up. And they cheese is weird. But I'm anyway, she <laughs> either way, she she need to see somebody need to Shorty went from eleven thousand followers to fifty thousand followers. Of course. Cause um, people are so into this whole raw rob thing and it's uh-huh. like she getting her little 15 minutes well apparently uh she has a warrant out for her arrest and then she um she put another video up i guess after they got out talking about some this is why she used lift and lift made a statement that said <laughs> oh they banning her oh you're banned as well you're banned thank like, you yeah thank you bitch get a car sorry no disrespect to Fair anybody space. that uses uber or lift because we use uber and lift as well <laughs> Absolutely. And if I come back, I'm going to need y'all to be using it. Please. <laughs> so we still use it. But I'm saying, like, if you're going to act like that, you ain't going to respect nobody's Bro, property. Get yourself a car. Nothing is funnier than when um, you work for these ride share companies and people literally get in a, your car and they treat you like you're their driver. That it's is just my car. It, it's the funniest thing to have people <laughs> get in your car and they tell you, like, they get in a car like, oh, you're my chauffeur for the day. Like right. for this for these next 15 minutes, you do what I tell you to do. Oh, no, I want you to change the radio. I mean, one time I was listening to music and I had a dude get in my car, taking him to the airport, and bruh had on headphones. Headphones. And he was good to go. Headphones. I was playing music, I was playing hip hop, and he was cool. Man, I turned on Jalen and Jacoby. Shout out to those brothers. You know what bruh did? Can you turn that down? That's what that's what he said to me. Oh, Can you turn that, down? turn that down? And so it was funny enough, like watching that, and I'm like, cool. But then I was like, bro, what is wrong with you? Like, I was like, all right. And then I've had people get in my car and tell me, uh-uh, don't do this, turn this, wind up your windows, turn this down, blah, blah, blah. And it's it's really just it's super, super interesting to watch how people do that. Um, 
kids in here to welcome in the next. You gonna be mad? Yep. Now it's gonna have to find you. Uh huh. You hear it moving over there? You know, most black people. I'm gonna say most. You know, grew up in the church. You know, grandma, mama have you in church Sunday school. You know, you join a church, you get baptized, you take communion, <laughs> things of that nature. You learn the laws of the church. I can't see myself. Fuck. <laughs> I get Kevin this all the time. He gonna kick me out one day. But anyway, so you go, you know, you grow up in a church, you know, you start to follow their rules, you join a church, you you know, the religion of whatever denomination you go to, you do the things that they ask of you. Mm-hmm. So we have fell upon a letter <laughs> that someone received from their church. Gavin, you gonna read the letter? <sighs> Yeah, because my reading is so great. Um, uh, maybe maybe I should read the letter because, you know, Gavin can be a little off. Yeah. And you know what? I'm not the best reader because I literally skip like five words ahead to make sure it's the word that I know how to say. I'll read it. <coughs> OK, go ahead. All right. So it's from something Church of Christ. They, they blocked the name out a little mm. bit, but they intend to say. Anyway, it says for the last several weeks. <laughs> We, Trash. we have noted that you have stopped attending the assembly of the church mm. at their attempts to discuss the situation with you. We fear that you are no longer convinced in the need mm. to assemble with mm. the church for which Christ died. Mm. We are very saddened by your decision. The failure to assemble is not the only problem that you must address. We have been informed and understand that you have a living arrangement that is not biblical (laughs) and must be terminated immediately. (laughs) This action alone reflects that you have not avoided all appearance of evil as the scripture directs us. Um, Oh, and it gives a scripture, which is first Thessalonians. Is it first or second? No, it is first on my bed. It is first Thessalonians 522. Please understand our obligation as shepherds. Hmm. I hope y'all know what a shepherd is. Um, First, we must watch for your soul. Hebrews 13, 17. And second, protect the congregation by withdrawing from the. What? That's my fault. I sound like Gavin. By withdrawing from every brother or sister that walks disorderly. Mm. If these issues are not corrected. And public repentance Ooh. made by Sunday, February 21st. What, what's going to happen? We will withdraw fellowship. Mm. Basically, you getting kicked out of the church in Tennessee. Bruh. The fuck? Um, this is weird because this, this person covering up this letter got a wedding ring on. Yeah, well, I mean, that don't matter. Um, let me put it like this. I say that because it states something about the living arrangement. So what does that mean? She might be engaged. Or touche, my nigga. She might be engaged. She does or, not have a band on, so that may be right. She might be engaged, or it might be something she got from her friend and she posted it because her friend might be embarrassed. Um, <coughs> oh my gosh. Pray for us. <coughs> I was let gonna me, say that's true. Me, my let me, bad. Let me give y'all this. <laughs> Was this necessary? Absolutely not. Um, I believe, I like to say I'm myself, I'm a struggling Christian. I'm a Christian man. I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. I believe in the Bible. 
I do believe everything in the Bible is correct. I'm not one of those people who like to pick and choose and take out what I do and do not agree with. I also agree with people that do not agree with the Bible in that they have a choice. Um, I don't I don't bash any other religion because I don't understand every other religion. So I, I kind of get lost in the sauce of, yo, how you bash Christianity and you don't go to church, you don't read the Bible, you don't own a Bible, you've never seen a Bible. That's my also my thing there. Now, I know a couple of y'all right now is like, boy, have you listened to your podcast? You did episode 69 before. It's all about balance. Absolutely. It's all about the balance. In the words of the great philosopher Charlemagne, uh, the God, <laughs> ratchet and righteous. You need a balance of it. Shalom again. So this is when I when I see this whole situation, what I realize is. Is this necessary? Absolutely not. And I'm going to get to why it's ultimately not necessary. But what I want to start off with is. Um, it's not necessary because as a church. You took out the time to write a letter instead of offering resources or solutions. Um. It sounds to me that I, I and I'm trying to figure out really. Let me tell you the biggest issue that they have. Uh, somebody is complaining about this woman at their church. I'm gonna tell you how I know. This issue is only about that she's living with some, she's shacking up. It's not about nothing about her not coming to church. It's not about oh you're not. Let me tell you something. A church don't care if you attend if you send in your tithes and offerings. Since they probably ain't paying their tithes. So when it's either about tithe or it's about you shacking up. Um, the reason why I know that is because it's not about you not showing up. Some churches, you know, a lot of smaller churches, they do want you there. Um, they do need you. They do sincerely care about you showing up at church. I'll give you an example. Um, I go to first church. Please do not tell my pastor to listen to this podcast. However, when I was there, um, I told my pastor came up to me. He said, yo, where have you been? And I said, oh, I'm sorry. I've been running around because I was traveling a lot. And I said, but I've been paying my tithe. He said, I don't care. Yeah. He's like, I don't care about the tithe. He's like, I don't know where you went before this, which was great to hear because I've been going to him for May at that time, five years I've been going there. And he said, I don't care where you're. I'm, the tithe is not the issue. That's between you and God. All right. He said, for me, I like to see you. I want you to be here. Things of that nature. And it really hit me like, dog. Hit different. Because <laughs> I was going to a church where tithes were super important. I understood. The, I also understand the importance of tithe being that I come up from a family, uh, a church family um, that includes deacons, pastors, preachers, things of that nature. So I kind of I really understand it and the importance of tithing and um, what it's supposed to do when done right. Um, So I notice in this letter, it's either she's not tithing. And when I say this, she's either not tithing and want to do things in the church and they don't want her to do it. Mm -hmm. And their thing is like, yo, you're not even tithing. Or somebody hating on sister at service. Mm -hmm. sister, sister Mary. Somebody's hating on her. And the reason why somebody she wants to do, she's either getting too much praise at her church. She's decided not to show up for the last two or three weeks, like it says. Um, it's COVID. That and COVID don't even matter, man. I'm telling you, she has been asked to do something or she wants to do something. She's good at it. Her pastor keeps asking her. She finally got a no because somebody's hating on her. Shorty decides not to go to church for the next three weeks, watch it online, support there. And what ended up happening was one of the girls 
or somebody at church said, yo, I don't even know why y'all doing this anyway. She's shacking up. She's not living righteous. And her pastor probably got so much hell for that that he had to address it. Now, let me tell y'all why this ultimately is the biggest crock of church poop as I've seen. <laughs> not poop. I can't cuss, man. Um, <laughs> the reason why this is BS is simply because that pastor is not reaching out to the man that uh, that comes and confess to him for having premarital sex. He's not sending that same letter out to people um, that is stealing because pastors here a lot. Pastors double their jobs up a lot where they are therapists. Um, most churches, some churches believe in confession. Um, and when people Catholic conf- churches, right? Nah, a lot of Pentecostal church, a lot of. I mean, if you read the Bible, it talks about why you should and who you should confess to when you commit sins. And it's really not like, oh, here's my sin. Um, I need confession for I need to confess because I, you know, I stole 10 cents out of the out of collection plate. It's not Ooh. that. But it's kind of like you go into your pastor and saying, hey, I sin and your pastor is saying like, yo, is this a deeper issue? Let me work with you through it, mm-hmm. so to speak. Right. So is the pastor going to the person that's talking to them about, yo. I steal or, um, you know, I have a sexual problem. I, I'm addicted to porn, you know, whatever the case may be. No, he's not sending those letters out, but he picked on this woman, this individual who we are all assuming a woman because she posted this. They, this is happening because somebody's either hating or champagne or ties. And it was super interesting to me. Um, I do believe that a lot of people's like, oh, the church shouldn't care about my outside life. They should. Um, it sucks to say that. Sorry, y'all. I know a lot of y'all really want to keep your life and your church separate. That's not going to ever happen simply because your pastor is supposed to care about your salvation. And if he does that and that's if you read up the duties of a pastor, you will understand that it overcrosses your personal life. Um, You would know that. And if also, by the way, if you got a problem with any of this, stop going there. You know, I went to a church where the pastor knew so much about me. He knew so much about me, my parents, my grandparents, um, people. He knew people in my family I had never met. He knew stuff about them just because he's been around long enough. And that was too much for me. So I I changed churches, amongst other things. And guess what? My pastor, he knows what he knows exactly what y'all know on Instagram and Facebook. You know what I'm saying? And I like it. I don't, you know, because I go there, I get what I need. I go home. You need to. Keep that in mind. So it's definitely something interesting. Um, all right. We need to hurry up. He hungry. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Uh, the CDC guidelines uh, for those. So shout out. I do want to do this. We're going to eat at McDonald's. Absolutely. Um, I'm not saying you should, but shout out to North Carolina for doing their part in getting vaccinated at an overwhelmingly rate. Um, I'm happy about this just because. Um, people are taking steps to what they feel like is the best decision for their life. And we are, you know, <clears throat> it's cool. So anyway, uh, North Carolina has been getting vaccinated super well. Some things you should know that, uh, if you do decide to get vaccinated, the CDC guidelines, um, somewhere it's going to be that fully vaccinated people can be around other fully vaccinated people without masks. Duh. Um, you just have to be six feet apart, which we all know that's never going to happen. Um, <laughs> You can be around unvaccinated people in a household indoors um, without wearing a mask or staying six feet apart. 
Like I said, that's not going to happen. Um, everyone else in that household is low risk, you know, if you or you got to stay away six feet so that, you know, y'all be low risk. Um, refrain from quarantining and testing if they do not have symptoms of COVID after contact with somebody with COVID. I think that's going to be super, super interesting. That's not only difference in the people who get vaccinated and don't because people who are not vaccinated, mm-hmm. it's the same goddamn rules. It's the same rules. Oh, I got to stay six feet away from you, basically. <sighs> But I think that's going to be important, especially when people start going out of town. I'm be interested to see how that goes. Like out of the country, excuse me. Quarantine and testing if they do not have symptoms Mm -hmm. after contact. So they can come in contact with somebody as long as they don't have symptoms. They They don't don't have have to get tested. Absolutely. They don't have to get tested or quarantined. I think that's going to be huge, especially, hey, I'm coming back out of the country. I think so. Oh, Lord. I don't know how this is going to work. I'm this is an assumption. We are not medical professionals. Got that right. I'm going to take no minute advice with me. (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to be super interested to see how the countries come together and say, hey, this is going to be the worldwide guidelines for COVID. Um, and if these are the guidelines, this is going to change how people are able to travel. Um, and it might be one of those things where it's like, yo, if you're vaccinated, you can leave the country and you can come back into our country. Um, and you don't have to quarantine. You don't have to get tested. You can just fully come back in here um because right now you know you're dealing with people who go out of the country shout out to our girl chanel who's in dubai right now yeah, I, hope, I've seen that. I hope sis has no issues coming back here um you know because that's important you know what yeah. i'm saying it's, it suck it suck it will suck to get stuck you know suck to get stuck it would um shout out to lebron lebron said his vaccination will be private what would you do if you choose or choose not to get vaccinated is it going to be a private matter? I mean, I'll tell my friends. Yeah. But I don't need to blast it. to. The, there's a lot of things that people just, you don't have to blast to social media and things. Like, the people Thanks. that need to know will know. Mm-hmm. Um, now, we are, unfortunately, you and I are on a public platform where we do have to be a little vulnerable and probably give more to get engagement. Um, but, but that's, it's still a. sell our body? <sighs> okay, go ahead. But it's still a choice. Like, I've thought about getting the vaccine. I'm going to wait see, you know, what happens in the next six months. Absolutely. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> um, even, even if I still get it, though, I'm still going to wear my mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's interesting. So for those who not know, I didn't tell nobody, but I got the first shot. So I'm telling I people think now. I going to tell you. <laughs> but it was a reason why Are I got it. Are you all it. right? Yeah, I'm fine. But, the um, you know, I was laughing because... Yo, when I went to go get my shot and I was dipping out, it was a line to get out the place. And I'm like, why is there a freaking line to get out of here? Bro, it was a line because people was taking a picture in front of the social media sign for I've been vaccinated. And I'm like, mm. what are y'all doing, man? And then it was funny when I'm leaving out, people taking selfies and videos, yelling, doing the, oh, I just got my vaccination shot. And I'm like, yo, and you know, um, Certain things, like you said, don't have to be on social media. Y'all don't know when I got this shot. Y'all won't know when I get the second one. Um, I'm still going to be wearing my mask simply because I want to make sure everybody else is comfortable. Simply yeah. because, um, you know, I will be vaccinated. And only reason why I did it just because I want to be there for my family and be able to help them. And I come into contact with a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? I talked about when I got when when I got COVID and how they had I had to cancel shoots and reschedule shoots and I lost money and it was tough. Rickland stole all my business, you know, things like that. But 
It's crazy cool. how like our uh, perspective changed after we got COVID. Because at first, mm-hmm. like me and Gavin was like, "Ain't nobody getting tested for the stupid shit." Me and right? Keith wasn't ain't, getting, tested. getting tested. And then we got <laughs> and then we got fucking symptoms, and then we got the COVID. So now I'm not as um, prone to getting tested frequently, just to make sure that you know I'm good or whatever. Yeah. Before if I. Th- before I get the vaccine, if I get it. So Please things note. change when you would go through certain experiences. Please note, if I get sick, my friends have all told me, like, they go, they're waiting to see if I grow another arm. Yeah, we going to wait. <laughs> <laughs> they have all told me. If a third head start coming out, we got they, three people on the pot. <laughs> look, look. Um, last minute highlights. We want to thank everybody, man, for rocking with us. Um, uh <laughs> The reporter, Andrea, <laughs> I don't know how to say your last name. I'm sorry, sister. Sohori. Sohori, she was acquitted of trial from the up. arrest of George Floyd protest. She was a she was um actually a reporter at the protest. They were asked to disperse. She did not in a timely manner, according to them. Um apparently she assaulted police as she was pepper sprayed and held down. I don't get all that shit. Anyway, um it was really an article about it was really this whole trial, her, her boyfriend, everybody involved was really about um freedom of the press you know but anyway she was acquitted shout outs to her um we're gonna we're gonna do this before we hop up out of here come on go fast who's that next nba all-star i didn't watch it but i see that curry shout out to curry he won the three pointers he did up. he he was cutting ass out there um the all-star all-star weekend Atlanta, y'all showed y'all ass man who won though who won the all-star game the, uh lebron's team again but they don't, yeah, and they don't do East versus West. They do. Yeah, I know. They yeah. changed it last year. Yeah. And so LeBron's teams have won like the last four or some shit. It's like something crazy. But it was a it was a pretty good game. I guess it was pretty good. The dunk contest was absolutely ass. Um, if they cannot. Who won that? Some, some uh, random. Some random guy. They got no names this year just because. And then it was only three. It was during halftime. It wasn't good. But the dude who won, his shorty is bad. They found her IG and boy, I saw somebody talking about the game and he bring up girls. He won the dunk contest by, let me tell you how trash was. He was dunking the ball and he act like he was kissing the rim and then he dunked it. And somebody was under his girl's post and was like, yo, your man can't kiss for shit. What's up? (laughs) It was so trash. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Elena, y'all cut up. Y'all took all the rim. What are they doing with these rims? Yeah, I seen a lot of people post that rims and t- um, tires is gone. Teak told me her neighbor's t- rims got stolen. Yeah, I seen her post like, about that. Like what? Somebody has a rim shop. Somebody about to open up a new rim shop in Atlanta, and it's gonna be everybody's rims in there. This is crazy. Georgia was just cutting up because homegirl had to start a GoFundMe because she oh freaking my. couldn't um <sighs> she couldn't get back home. She went down there with four hundred dollars. Key. She actually got money raised. Key. What? Hold on, man. Hold on, man. Hold on, man. <laughs> y'all got an answer for this. Ain't no y'all. Let me tell you something. Who the fuck goes to All-Star Weekend with $400 in Atlanta? Chad. Who? All-Star Weekend for anywhere. Even in Charlotte, they was jacking up the prices. I'm not even mad at her. Let me tell you, I <clears> think she's corny. Um, I think she was irresponsible. I think it's crazy for you to be unemployed out of town and you're depending on your unemployment to hit to get you back home. I think that is crazy. <laughs> also, what I think is crazy is that you're asking for fourteen hundred dollars to get back to get from Atlanta to New York. It don't even cost that much. 
A flight don't cost that much. And if they taxing, the buses don't cost that much. Um, I'm not even finna get into what you could have done. You know, you could have made her OnlyFans and got that money back. You, I've never seen women not finesse niggas out of cash. Dang, she definitely could have rode the bus for like 80 bucks. She would have been able to go. You would have been on Greyhound. It's a train. I, it's so many. It took a couple of days, but she would have been there. It, yeah. No, the, the bus would have took probably almost a full day. The yeah. train would have took the 17 hours or however long it takes to get up there. It was so many other options, man. But she got on there and made a GoFundMe, which leads me to believe that you motherfuckers are out here just giving away money. GoFundMe has officially became a joke. And GoFundMe needs to figure this shit out because people, GoFundMe needs to literally approve every gofundme that goes out there the fact that shorty did a gofundme because i hey i only took 400 to atlanta and i need 1500 to get back to new york is a joke <laughs> gofundme need to see that and say no um that the taxi driver i don't know if you saw it the the, the uber driver bruh has raised like 12 grand for what they i don't know why they created him a gofundme but he got one he got like 12 grand for the abuse he suffered or some shit. I feel like sometimes these GoFundMe's is scams whoever starts them because how we know them people getting that money? Bro, it's like, yo, GoFundMe, y'all, like I've, I've said this before. I know a photographer who has a GoFundMe for a new camera. He sold his old camera. He says it in the fucking caption. Yo, I sold my old camera. I made money off of it. Now I want a new one. He's asking for the full price of a new camera. I'm like, no. And he has not enough money because nobody's respecting that bullshit, man. I'm about to start a GoFundMe. I need to start one. Shit, this pod needs a lot. We need a new camera. We need some some lenses. But shit, man, it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, yo, if you want, there should be a thing for Kickstarter. There should be, you, you know, they have a Kickstarter, but you should have Kickstarter. GoFundMe should be for like legit emergencies, even though that's my personal opinion. I understand it's called GoFundMe so you can fund me and my dreams and shit. But people are making stupid, ignorant decisions and not getting money. If I was shorty, I would have sold some ass and got my ass back to New York. Yeah, man. I'm sorry, man. It's like, look. Finesse. You got to finesse. Magic City was probably, they was not taking, you know. They was not taking amateurs at night. It's so much other stuff you can do. You can go get you. I don't know what you could have did. But you, yo, I would have go rented a car and did DoorDash. Look, I would have took some of that. The fact that you said, oh, my unemployment didn't hit. And y'all made sure she got that money, too. Oh, my gosh. This shit is a fucking joke. Anyway, um, versus just sold to Thriller and Jay-Z sold to Title. He sold Title and Ace of Space. Hand claps for these brothers because. Oh, wow. I didn't know he sold title. Mm-hmm. He sold title for like 300 mil, sold Ace of Spades to Hennessy. Um, let me tell y'all why this is dope. I realized, sorry, sorry. I always be getting on guests and not hearing them. But um, I realized that the billionaires play a bigger game. They completely do. I don't know if enough people pay attention to it. Um, I've seen people complaining about, oh, why y'all selling these black-owned businesses to white people, blah, blah, blah. Um because these dudes are not businessmen anymore. They're investors. They invest. They, they whatever. They do what it takes to make the most money. And then they sell. The businesses themselves. You know, and they make those things happen. So shout out to those brothers. Um, anything you watching on TV before we get up out of here? Um, I just finished watching uh, Georgia and Jenny on Netflix. It was pretty good. Georgia I got and look- Jenny? Georgia and Jenny or Jenny and Georgia. Okay. One or two. Um, I got a little irritated because like people be doing dumb stuff mm. and they was doing dumb stuff 
But um, that was pretty good. Netflix put my movie back on. What's that? Safe Haven. It's my little Caucasian movie, but I love it. That's cool. I didn't. I've never heard of neither one of those shows. I'm watching Undercover Hip Hop. A hip hop under uncovered. I can't remember what it's called. Anyway, if you do not know what that is, it is um. Hold on, I'm gonna Google so I can get the right name. It is a six or seven part civi- series. Civies. Civies. It's a thing. Um, it's hip hop uncovered. Um, it's on Hulu. It is a basically like a little mini doc about how drugs, um, and gang activity finance hip-hop and what really the big role they play they have a shout out to big U, who is a a crip i don't even want to call the wrong set that he the net wrong neighborhood he from but big U, um when he got out of prison i've watched every big U interview since then i find him super inspiring um for those who i know big U was really behind nipsey hustle when he got first when he first got started him and nipsey were like this um or this sorry nobody saw i said like this and i was like this but they were super close um (laughs) um he was the one who nipsey being a crip he was telling nipsey early yo we're not we're gonna wear um we're not gonna diss any neighborhoods no we're actually gonna wear red as well because we want everybody to love us um they had debbie aunt deb uh who is waka flocka's mom but who's responsible for finding gucci Nicki minaj french montana um they have her brother benny who you know, um, was on there with, uh, you know, he was back in the day with Run DMC and working with different people. He helped Waka for a good uh, bit of his career. They had Haitian Jack, who is notorious. Um, you know, he was out there. He's two, He was rolling with Tupac. He the one who linked Tupac and Madonna together, which is crazy. But, you know, and finally they had Detroit's own Trick Trick, who if you don't know, you don't know. Um couple of takeaways from this super interesting um two two quick takeaways they make tupac look crazy every documentary that comes out tupac looks cornier and cornier and it's honestly getting kind of weird now for those who do not know tupac was a theater student uh he of course we know him as an actor but we know him as a rapper we you but you know if he's a theater student you know he was an actor so in we all know him as one of the greatest rappers um, of all time. But every doc that comes out, Tupac look worse and worse. And I'm honestly not surprised that the kids no longer respect him. Um, from the street stuff to getting involved in street violence and he was never in gangs to having gang tattoos and was never in a gang to um, getting killed that night because he jumped a gang member that had nothing to do with him. And your camera just died. So mm-hmm, it's all Sorry. So and so any of that and then also you this, got one minute <clears throat> this logic of um hip-hop living and dying by a code of stick to the streets do street roots in a genre that we no longer uh own yeah and we no longer we not the biggest beneficiaries i don't think we ever were so that's something to keep in mind um my camera's about to go off youtube we love you um but anyway I will definitely keep that in mind, man. Um, definitely check it out. It's super interesting. It's super, you know, I liked it. Um, anyway, we want to thank everybody. What you got planned for this weekend? Thanks for joining. There. Um, also, an, another Biggie documentary on Netflix, in case y'all want to see that. Oh, I seen that as well. Yeah, I heard it was good. It was good. Um, so check that out. You know, these docs, I don't know how uh, the hip-hop I'm covered 
it was good to see Dr. Dre in there. To see a billionaire say, yo, I got time to talk to y'all. Um, to see Ice Cube on there, knowing that he makes too much money on Law & Order. To say, no, I'm going to sit down and talk to y'all about why this is important. Um, to see Diddy in the Biggie Doc, to sit down and talk. And I, I, I didn't learn nothing from the Biggie Doc that I hadn't known already. But yeah. um, it was good. It was sad to see. It was a lot of Biggie footage from interviews and just what was going on. Um, the biggest thing I learned from the Biggie Doc was... It's powers and words. It was powers and words. I'll leave it at that. Anyway, we want to thank y'all. We're going to holler at y'all. Stay blessed. That's your name no more. I ain't trying to feel this pain no more. And I'm sorry about my feelings. You got a just in time, no too, Bucko. You my homie. You ain't gang no more. I am not a nigga. You could quit. What is this? You don't know. This is little TJ, I think. I don't know who this is. I don't know no TJ. Here we go. Shit, you know I don't know the words. I couldn't even sing it. Damn, I always be playing these songs. I don't know these young boys that look like they're <sighs> seventeen. Uh, slack is on this. Six lack. I don't know that is. Yes, you do. You gonna hear his voice in a bit. Sorry, y'all, for still listening. She about to hear this. Phone. Over. You can't hear it. I can definitely hear it. Let me check my emails while we on here. Who is this? Lil TJ, man, that nigga nice. You better get uh, educated, educated. I'm going back. Here we go. Oh, we gotta wait for this. Oh my god. Slash. You know Slack. Six Lack. I'm about to punch you. His name is Black. I know. Now oh. that you, say, I'm about to punch Gavin. Hold on, he better get off. Tryna play no games, my love. I want of a kind, couldn't fake my love. Earthquake makes some shake, my love. Most don't can't yeah, even relate, my love. Right Used to be gang, oh now you're not gang. Used to have fun, no now you got shame. He Used to catch flights, but now I'm not. Wait on your king, you can wake some more bitches. We'll holla!